All right, guys. So before we get started, we want to talk about our newest sponsors. Excalibur Rings is a veteran and owned operated business that specializes in tungsten handmade meteorite inlaid glow rings. If you guys and girls don't know about tungsten, it's one of the most rarest metals found on Earth. Hell yeah. He makes it with his bare hands. Definitely not made in China. You can go visit his YouTube channel and to go watch him make them right now. And it's actually really dope. Check it out. Uh, he has clean designs. Uh, Billy personally likes the Atlantis one. I'm more of the fan of like the Nile ring, Egyptian, like like the texture of it and everything like that. It's super dope. Now, I posted known owner, David Lund, and I've served with him back in 2008 in Iraq. Super cool ass dude with really even bigger dreams. So go check out his website and see how awesome he creates all these rings. Check it out, guys. All right, so we have a discount code for you guys for 15% off. Just use the code TMH2021 at ExcaliburRings.com. That is TMH2021 at ExcaliburRings.com. All right, guys, go check it out. Check it out for yourself. Oh, yeah. Cool. Let us know. All right, ready? Yeah, let's do it. tres. All right, guys, welcome to the Media Hijack Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Walters, and joining me is Chris, unholy Jesus. What up, fam? I'm sorry, what up, universe? How's everybody doing? What's going on, Galactic Universe? Oh, yeah. All right, guys, so if you guys want to buy some official t-shirts, head to TheMediaHijack.com, grab you a t-shirt, send us some pictures, tag us. Also, if you guys want to catch the replay of this Twitch show, you can head over to our YouTube, catch the whole live show on YouTube. Also, you guys can follow us on Reddit. I'll leave all the links down below. And also, iTunes people, make sure you guys rate and subscribe. Give us a comment. Give us that five stars. Oh, yeah, please. Do it for us new cult member leaders. Please, let's try and get this ball rolling, man. We are the gatekeepers. Hell, yeah. We are the one who let the kids pass by. (laughs) 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 We're getting canceled. That's a wrap. Uh, get permission slips from your parents, yeah. Please. <laughs> All right, guys, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Heaven's Gate cult. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, somebody in the comment talking about our Joe Rogan ripped off. No shit, Sherlock. They got it from us. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time for this today. We don't got time for this. All right. All right, so Heaven Gate's cult. All right, so. All right, so basically what happened was Back in like the early 90s, somebody made a cult. And then, the end of the story, they all drank the Kool-Aid and they all committed suicide so they can ride up on the, the UFO and take their body to the next level. The next level. And, you know, back in what happened in 97, right? 97, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just like a cult of some wayward souls who didn't feel like they had a place in the world. And they felt like they didn't belong there, and they came along two people throughout the time. Like, and a lot of them was like in the cult for like twenty, twenty-five years or some shit. So right. they've been going on since like the seventies, and that's when, you know, they felt like uh, they was getting pressed by the media, and then people started getting paranoid, and and man, he they made the they made the hard choice to leave. Yeah, it's it's a crazy story. Like it's crazy, but the more I looked into it. Mm. I think they're on to something, man. <laughs> uh, they might be on track to something. I mean, because they even talk about before in, uh, in the documentaries, like a lot of their beliefs were still tied to Christianity for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's just that some things just kind of just 
went in their own, it took it on its own personality, I guess. But it gathers like a lot of its stuff from Christianity and whatnot, from Jesus and whatnot. So, yeah, it's know. like a, a mixed bag of religions yeah. all packed into their one religion. Like Jesus being an alien. That was that's right. what they was going with. So. And it's like they 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 know they're a cult. They they didn't shy away from it. Oh hell no, they let it be known. <laughs> Just like, yeah, we're cult. They're like, yeah, we're the cults of all cults. I'm like <laughs> I was like, so they <laughs> I like that. You're straight up. <laughs> they embrace the brand. You're not trying to trick people, no. you know? Like they, know. they just tell you shit straight up. I will say this though. Uh when I I have thought of box, like I like I watch a lot of cult shit sometimes, like documentaries. Cause it just like with how they convince people, I'm always like always curious about how they do it. Um, but when I saw what this movement was with Heaven's Gate, even though it ended in a tragic way, if you look at it compared to something like what Jonestown's was to Jim Jones, Jim Jones was far worse than what this was in every level. He was really trying to manipulate people, and when it came time for everybody to you know drink the Kool Aid. He forced a lot of people at gunpoint to drink cyanide laced Kool Aid and shit. Like kids would have to force to drink it, or sometimes he would have his soldiers hold down like kids and make them like force them to drink it. So it's like it was some people that was like, "I'll drink it, drink the Kool Aid," and a lot of them didn't. But it was like all the people died. But with this, is like he didn't force nobody to do it or anything. It was all like, well, "Let's go to the mothership. Mm-hmm. Let's get off this trash planet." And then, I mean, he he eventually drank it himself too. Yeah, like, he drank himself too. Where what? where Jim Jones was like, "No, I'm not gonna drink it." He shot himself in the head. I'm like, okay, you pussy. So you'll make everybody else drink it, but you don't eat a bullet. It's weird, like how during that time, like 50s, 60s, 70s, yeah, 80s, early 90s, well, shit, man. big on cults. Even cults. like in, in France, they had their own cult. Mm-hmm. Well, cults, and, uh, cults and serial killers, man. Yeah. <laughs> now it's all calm and racist people again. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to get started with this. Let's get it. All right, so uh, Heaven's Gate is one of the most notorious cults in United States history. They had an obsession with UFOs. And when I heard about that, that's what caught my attention. Because I thought it was a normal cult where they just recruit people and then they killed them. Okay. But then I didn't know they had ties with the UFOs. Oh, like, yeah. The UFOs was a part of the story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got intrigued. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, let me uh, look a little deeper and shit. That's why I wanted to go with this top. I was like, oh, yeah, you, this is going to be right mm-hmm. up your alley, man. And um, so the creator of the cult is a man named Marshall Applewhite. Mm-hmm. And his nickname was Do. Oh, doe. Doe. Doodo. 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 <laughs> but I'm just call Apple White. Okay. Okay, he was, uh, he was born in Texas on May 17, 1931. His father was a minister. Uh, he went to college to earn a bachelor's degree in philosophy in 1952. Around this time, he met a lady named Ann Pierce, and they got married and had two kids. Okay. You know he had two kids? think so, but I don't know if they ever disclosed their names. So. They never spoke about it in the documentary, okay. from what I remembered. Yeah, I think they kept that shit a secret. I was like, hey, you guys skipped the part of that. He had two kids, and he was married to a normal lady. Yeah, they don't want to be you identified know? with that shit, though. So in 1954, he got drafted to the U.S. Army, and then he served in Austria and New Mexico. After the military, he went to the University of Colorado and got a master's in music. Mm. Uh, then Mr. Applewhite, he got a job in Alabama teaching music. And in Alabama, this is where shit started getting weird. Mm. Mr. Applewhite, he had sexual encounters with a, a male student. Mm-hmm. His wife found out, divorced his ass. The end. So he was like, oh, I'm so lost right now. I don't know why am I having fantasies about male students. And penis. You know, because he was confused. He was like, why am I, you know, feeling like this? Mm. So this is when he went to uh, the, the psychiatric 
a hospital mm. to find out why he have like sexual feelings for guys and shit. Mm. Not to mention, this is like back in the era where that shit was not acceptable. Yeah. So he's like, well, something wrong with me. I need to get a lobotomy or something. Yeah. Because back then it's Which like. Which is sad. It's looked down on. It's like almost like you got a mental issue. Yeah. So he, he thought like, okay, my, I'm just fucked up. I just have to go find out what's going on. I need to see a doctor. Yep. So he went to the crazy hospital. And then at the crazy hospital, he met a nurse named Bonnie Nettles. Hell yeah. Bonnie Nettles. Mm-hmm. And then they, they spoke for a little bit. And then after they talked, um, they both had an interest in bibli- biblical prophecies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had like a um, kind of like a bond. They the started connecting and shit. They're like, oh, shit. At you, first sight, they said, You too. like that crazy UFO shit, too? <laughs> it's like, shit, say no more. And you got to think about like back then is like. It's like when you have an interest with somebody you just met the first time, but it's like you didn't think nobody else had an interest in that shit too. You're like, yo, we just became friends. Yo, yeah. let's start a call. <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> See, like the the nurse actually approached him with all these weird questions and stuff, you know? Yeah. And the nurse was like, you know, I feel like we we met in a past lifetime mm-hmm. a long time ago. And he was like, mm, I kind of feel the same way too, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is, it's crazy how it all happened because it happened in a psychiatric ward. Yeah, it was the, you ir- would, the irony. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you would think the nurse would want to help, help him. him. But she's actually help. <laughs> creating a she's brand a, new problem. She should have been, man. I, I would have got a lot of my uh, students from that place then. I mean, if you work in a fucking, you might as well recruit. Right. She's like, help me, nurse. Like, the nurse said, hey. I can help you, but it's, it's, you, you want to see a, a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the nurse was just like uh, saying, oh, yeah, we met like in a past life. And mm-hmm. they just connected and then uh, they became like really good friends. Mm-hmm. And it, that's a whole other thing, too. And then I, um, Bonnie, Bonnie also told uh, Apple White that a monk from the 1800s often spoke to her and provided her with life guidance. Mm-hmm. So she was dabbling in shit where she was in the spirit world, where yes. she was... She was talking to a monk from the 1800s, and he was giving her all this information mm-hmm. on guidance and how uh, you're supposed to lead your life in order to reach, like, a higher level of existence. Did they even say that in the documentary or no? No. I didn't think so either. I, was, I thought I missed that. I was like, did I miss that in the documentary? When I was reading, like, about it last week, I was like, mm, Yeah, it wasn't in there. Sure. Okay. Yeah, this is what I, I found, like, um, off, mm. off the documentary. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I just make sure because I was like, I remember they talking about some damn monk. I think they said they ran her monastery like monks, but not so much where she meets a monk or whatever. So she was like, uh, she was getting information about how to how to guide people through like uh, their type of religion, mm-hmm. and then she wanted to bring that into the world and start like a new religion with Mister Apple White because mm-hmm. she felt like she already knew him in the past life. So she was like, okay, you're gonna be my partner, and we're gonna run this cult. And together they're like, hey, let's do this. A whole new world. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. When we talk about Bonnie's origin and shit. Mm-hmm. Let's know about Bonnie now. All right. Bonnie was born. Bonnie Truesdale, August 29th, 1927 in Houston, Texas, right? And uh, so she was raised in like this Baptist household. And as an adult, she, uh, she started to move away from religion. And around that time, she became a nurse. She wound up getting married to like some kind of big business dude named... Uh, uh, Joseph Siegel uh, Nettles, and um, they wound up having f- uh, four kids with each other and everything, right? Oh. So after they had four kids, and uh, 
around like uh, around the same. So they got married. Uh, it was a December nineteen forty three. They had like, four kids with each other and all that. So around in like nineteen, I think it was like seventy two. That's when their marriage started getting a little bit of rocky. You know, things started getting kind of like you know a little flaky. You know, just, you know, it was going down the wrong path. Um, and it was because um, she started getting involved into a lot of like. Uh, spirituality and stuff like that and trying to contact spirits. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was starting to interfere with her marriage and whatnot. Um, uh, so she was started conducting like uh, uh, seances trying to speak to the dead and whatnot. Damn, old Aleister Crowley. Yeah, she, that, and that's why I, think, I always had a theory if that's where she kind of got into the stuff about learning about from Aleister Crowley. Aleister Crowley started like, that shit, dude. I think it all originates from him, man, in some kind of weird way. Like He left that door open, this, and then people just kept on going in and out that pe- door. Start, start peeking in. Like, okay. But then, like, the spirit world kept saying, hey, we found another one that wants to fucking join this shit. Because, mm-hmm. like, her teachings, like, the way she was talking, like, we'll talk about later, but, uh, mm-hmm. like, her roles and shit is... Uh, some of it was like um, similar to what Aleister Crowley. Crowley. Yeah. And Aleister Crowley, he got this shit from like an Egyptian god. You know, the Egyptian god told him to write all these laws and rules down. Yeah. So this shit's coming back full circle. Hell yeah. See, Aleister Crowley, what'd you start, man? You... Yeah, we're next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, so, uh, so, right. So she winds up doing all these seances and whatnot. And eventually she winds up hitting a point where she comes across this monk from the 19th century, right? His name was um, Brother Francis. That right? was 18th century. Is 18th or 19th? 18. 18th. <clears throat> yeah, it makes sense more like 18th. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Fuck it. It's long, a long time ago, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so his name was like Brother Francis, and they basically spoke with each other back and forth, and he would give her like instructions. And uh, she, also, she also went to go see other um, mystics and guys and fortune tellers, right? And that's what they were also like, oh, yeah, we you know, we know you're talking about da-da-da, but we have some news for you, too, as well. Um, the, the fortune, the, basically, like she was hearing from fortune tellers that she's going to meet a mysterious man who was tall, with light hair and a fair complexion, which the description purposely described, was closely to what they were describing as Marshall Applewhite's appearance. And so, as time went on, but also, she, she haven't met him yet. But they have not met yet. But she was told that she's going to meet a man named yeah. Marshall Applewhite. Well, but not what the, 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 the description. description of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Description like like light hair, fair skin, whatever the fuck that means, and then. Um and yeah, they was like you know this before this man even showed up at the hospital, the, the, the crazy place, and so also too, she also was like was into like astrology and all sorts of theology. Like she was the uh, theosophy. She's into all that stuff, man, and the occult. And so she wasn't meeting him in uh, March nineteen seventy two, right? And when he was at the hospital, uh, Apple White went to the hospital to go visit a friend that was there that was admitted to the hospital. He goes to the hospital, da da da, and the nurse that was working there was Bonnie. And that's how they met. And they, she wants to describe about when they first met. It was almost like the first time their eyes connected, she felt something. And that's when that thing happened. Now, as far as I know, they've never had any kind of like sexual relationships at all. They was never smashing, Mm-mm. nothing. They were just like connecting on like on a spiritual level it's type all business. shit. It's all business. It's, so they were trying to start a movement. Spiritual world business. Spiritual world business. Um, the problem with this spiritual world business is that it made her get a divorce from her fucking husband eventually. It led to that. And she got a divorce. And she also had a, a daughter who was like 19 at the time. Um, uh, what was her name? Um, I think it was like Terry Nettles, I think her name was. Uh, she was like 19 at the time when they got the divorce. So she remembers it vividly. But yeah, it's just like the marriage just started falling apart because she was showing all this attention to, you know. Her 
her group, her so, cult, to Applewitch. This is before even the cult shit. This is oh, like oh. this is where Applewitch. This is like the, the origin story still. Like with Applewitch, she showed a lot of sister to him and the husband and them. was already having a rocky relationship because she was into seances and stuff. So that was like the straw that broke the camel's back, and that shit ended. And um, she was pretty much like a new lady. Like she wasn't even her normal self anymore. Like she yeah. she went full time hardcore. Like yeah. she's a believer, and she just. Switch the the switch up. Yeah, because she seemed like she was in it. She, obviously, she was in it before she even met Apple Witch. And then when she met Apple, Apple she was like Apple White. I mean, that's Apple Witch, Apple White. <laughs> I was about to say Apple Jacks, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, it's Apple White. There you go, Apple White. With uh, yeah, so when she met Apple White, that's when she, I guess, was like, oh shit, like if you're into this and I'm into this, how many other people out there are probably into this? Maybe we can get something going. Da da da. And then um, it just ran with it. So. So that was how they first, that's how they met at Love at Spiritual Sight, I guess. I don't know how you would describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so like together, like they they blended a whole bunch of religions and teachings. Mm-hmm. They, basically, they're picking everything that they feel like is like the right message, and mm-hmm. then they threw it all into their own religion. Mm-hmm. Like like what you said, mysticism, astrology, reincarnation, uh, some of the Presbyterian uh, stuff that he learned, like when he was. Uh, Brought up because he was actually brought up like in a religious household, mm-hmm. and his, his dad was like a minister and stuff. Yeah, and um, they both of them they both believed that they were chosen to fulfill the biblical prophecy, and and they've been given like a higher level mind than other people, mm-hmm. so their mind was able to you know see things or or understand things that our minds can't understand because yeah. their their brain is on a different level. Mm-hmm. Like, they can hold knowledge that we can't. That's why we can't understand some shit. That's, like, like some people that's, like, uh, they're, you can tell, like, they have a lot of wisdom. Yeah. It's almost like they, they were kind of born, like, with that wisdom. Mm-hmm. Because when you speak with them, you'll, you'll, you'll just think, like, damn, like, where the fuck did this guy get so, how he gets so wise like that? Like, how long? He like, like, he's old, but, like, he's, like, he's from, like, a whole other time period. Yeah. And not just, like, somebody that's old. Like, you can speak to young kids, too. They can be wise, too, yeah. And you will listen to how they talk like, damn, this this sounds like a wise-ass kid. And it's not even uh, trying. Or a wise soul inside of a kid's body. Yeah, that's what it is. Trapped, man. It's like you, It sounds like you reincarnated like a thousand times. <laughs> one too many times. One too many times. You used to be an Egyptian prince. You sound like one. What are you, a philosopher? <laughs> like the true philosophers, I think, are the people that are the one that really know like the higher knowledge. Yeah, you got to think outside the box, like out of like... This world that is constructed around us, you have to think outside of that boundary that's set for us. Right. It's like those people that they can predict shit happening in the market or predicting something that happens in the future. Yeah. And then, uh, but actually, they 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 had so many lifetimes that they're all, they're seeing a pattern happen. So it's mm-hmm. natural for them to say, "Oh, I see this happening in the market," or "I see this happening in the future." Yeah. So <clears throat> it's like they're naturally uh, predicting it because they went through this shit many lifetimes already. It's They're like, seeing like uh, humans go through the same shit. It's like once you know how the game is played, it's easier to like predict what's gonna happen next sometimes, yeah, man. Because you've seen it you, so many you've times. Been so many, you've seen that shit so many damn times. Yep. But no, but on straight up shit though, another thing that I always thought that oh, I, I, I always thought that uh, uh, um, uh, old dude's name uh, Apple White. I always thought originally that he was the one that was. I thought he was like the overseer of everything. Mm-mm. Maybe it was just kind of thinking like. From way back when, like just from, you know, some stupid ass thing. Like, okay, he was a guy, so he probably ran the shit. Um, but he did, like, technically, it's like, uh, it's it's kind of like the leader of the cult. Uh, it's kind of like he 
it was like he was like kind of like the face of it, but yeah, it was it's more like, like she was like kind of like the brains. But I know when they was when they first started it, like in seventy five or seventy six, um, they were seeing each other. They was kind of running as equals though. So they went on trying like stepping over each other and shit like that. They went like beefing like, oh, I should be the one to run this shit. It was like like you no. Know, they was working and going like hand in hand with each other, and it was one thing I started learning too um, when I was doing some more research about it. How they was running uh, when they when they started having skate and all that, uh, they ran it in a, in a type of way where it was like, you know, like the people that started joining, they 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 lived under a complete system where, and they even talk about a documentary where. If, a, if you was an, like an average person, you know, living on the outside looking in, and you saw like a list of all their rules and shit, you'd be like, "What the fuck? This shit's not fun. How's this? You know, how do these people enjoy themselves?" Where on the inside, these people were like, you know, I've never had, felt like I was a part of anything in my life, and now I'm being able to work with other people who are like minded like me, and we all realize we're coming from the same struggle. We're not trying to we're not trying to fight over each other. Like who has it worse? We all know we just came from a struggle or a world that doesn't understand us, and. We were learning to work with each other, and I just enjoy being there because like-minded people, and we're all working for the same goal, and it's not like all this other bullshit that's going on in the real world, like wars and stuff, and you know all this stuff. It's like, we're trying to do something. So that's why I was like, they was on, that's why I was like, when, um, when you mentioned before about how Heaven's Gate did stop from a malicious place, I agree with what you were saying before now, because that wasn't their intention. It seemed like they were legitimately trying to start something new outside of what, an already destructive world, because that was like around like, well, they're off the, they saw flying off the cuff of like Vietnam and shit like that, which was like a hard, like a war that a lot of people disliked in America and racial tensions in American time, like civil rights and all. So it kind of seemed like they want to separate themselves from the bullshit and try to start anew with something a little bit more hopeful and something that everybody can work under. So I get what they were trying to do for the most part in the beginning. Yeah. And like another thing is that um, a lot of the members, they weren't like people that didn't have anything. Like, they had families and everything. Yeah, full-blown families. Yeah, they went like... They had good jobs, yeah. everything. And they believe, like, Bonnie and, and uh, Apple White so much that they fucking... They took their shit and then they left. They left, left their family. That's that's how, how hardcore ye- they believed with this shit. They for years. Grabbed their bags and said, peace out, little Billy. <laughs> like, this world don't work for me no more. I'm out. I it's love like, you guys. I'm out. Take care of yourself. And, and they, they fucking left. And they was always like, so we're not, we like, we know we heard a lot of people doing this, but we just, like, this world ain't for us anymore. And I get it on some level. I mean, this time too, I like, I watch some shit and I'm like, oh God, just put me in a spaceship and get me off this planet. Like, this shit is, it's too much. When you see like ignorant shit going on in the world, you're like, what the fuck? Like, maybe I don't belong here because I'll be thinking on a different level sometimes, but, but they was on something. We got, let's get the hell off this planet and leave. Yeah, so like their ultimate goal, like for everything, is for them to ascend to a higher place in the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. So they want to reach like a sort of like an, an enlightenment to where they forget like the human life, mm-hmm. and then they're able to reach a point to where their conscience can jump out of this body, and UFO will take them up and then take them to the next level. Yeah, because like I think they had it before, like with their belief was like the Earth was going to be like recycled or like basically there's going to be a, a rapture. I was going to just wipe everything all out. And they were trying to get to hell. And, like, and it was supposed to be in like, um, I think around the year 2027, the world was supposed to like hit the rapture point or whatever. But they were trying to get the fuck out of there way before it happened. I think that was pretty much one of their, one, like one of their main goals. And then like another thing too is like, they started off being like, okay, your physical body is going to be taken up into the ship. Mm-hmm. Once you uh, reach this level of enlightenment, right? And once you hit this level of enlightenment, the ship's going to take you off to, like, uh, a different location. 
Like and a different plane. Like just a whole plane of existence where you're far away from this shit. Um, over time, though, they started figuring out like a thing called like walk-ins. Did you hear about this? Walk-ins? Like walk-ins. I, I, I came across a Wikipedia and I had to keep looking it up. So what it is is like... <clears throat> They said, like, when you feel like you made that transition to when you're ready to the next level is when, um, say, for example, right, uh, with your regular soul, say, like, if you're a child and, you know, you and your you and your parents leave in a movie one night and you go down a dark alley and your parents get shot and murdered or whatever, right? You're traumatized. Your soul is completely traumatized. Once you start coming to terms with that trauma, as you get older, you start to understand it. That old soul, that soul that you have in you, leaves. And then an extraterrestrial soul called a walk-in mm. comes in and, repl- and enters your new body. And so the thing that was caused you pain before that caused you trauma, this new soul has no connection to it. So now you're like, I've moved past it. This is the new me. And your old soul was gone. Like, that, that pain and trauma. So it's like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it was like a walk-in for. And that's when, like, okay, now you can start working on reaching to that next level to, like, when you're here on this earth. Your soul's gonna leave your body and go to the next level. You think that's what happened to Bonnie Nettles? Like because the and way that's where it switched to. That's yes, that's what they started yeah. going with it. Yeah, because like the way like they described her is like they're they're saying like okay, like the the Bonnie Nettles with the daughter, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that mother is gone. Like that's not the same mom that Whole like, her, the daughter grew up with. Yeah. So like yeah, like her daughter sad. It is sad that mm. she you know her mom don't even want to visit her or nothing. She'll mm. just write her like a couple of notes while she's out on the road. Yeah, but she never visited her. And and and, and that's where the, the and that's where I think would you see where when I talk about the walk-ins right now and you see what happens in coming soon in 1985, which is when Applewhite kind of starts like it. Her passing away does not match up to. Even though this is what they believed in, like, the reverse, like, you know, the walk-in, the new soul coming in, even though that's what he believed, his re- reality and what he believed started, like, clashing. He was like, okay, like, I know this is what I believe. Like, her her soul's up there now, but I see her dead now. But it's it like a conflict, I guess, with the, you know, with mm-hmm. his beliefs. So, like, um, <clears throat> uh, Bonnie and Apple White, they started to spread this message to get more people to sign up. So in 1973, they went, they kind of like went on a tour across mm. the United States to spread this message. They went to like a bunch of churches and stuff. And then they started like delivering the message and putting signs up everywhere like, hey, UFOs, if you guys want to, you know, transcend or whatever, we'll teach you all about this. So a lot of people, they would go to these events and they would listen to them talk. And then people would just get there. They just get up and leave because, you know, they sound fucking crazy and shit. Mm-hmm. So they would do this tour, and then they would they would gain like followers and stuff. Mm. So then they ended the tour in Oregon, and uh, this is where they told uh, twenty people that a spaceship was going to come to pick them up in Colorado. So, so like the people they they really believed them. So they they actually followed them all the way to Colorado, mm-hmm. and then when they got there, you know they laid in the field, and Applewhite is like, okay, just wait, guys, it's going to come. But guess what? It never came. That reminds me of, uh, remember back in the day with uh, Prophet Yahweh? Yeah, yeah. That reminds me of that shit, man. <laughs> so all those people that got pissed are like, man, fuck you, Apple White. We, we're out, man. But there's, I think, two people that stayed, and they still believed. Okay. And the rest was like, nah, I left my family. I'm going to go back to my family now. You guys are, are, are fucking liars. These aliens stood us up. <clears throat> and then, uh, okay, so actually one person that will stay behind. Okay. Yeah, he's dead now. But, um... <laughs> In, in, in 1975, Apple White, he was arrested for not returning a rental car. What? And he was locked up for six months for that. I didn't know that. Yep. 
locked up for six months. And then after he was released, he traveled to California. And then him and uh, Bonnie, they went back to Oregon mm. to collect more followers. Damn. See, back then you had to work to get followers. Not like to. not nowadays, like on show Twitch. Your, show your ass and shit on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, or Instagram. <laughs> you got to work. <laughs> See, when you think about it, it's like everybody is making their own cult, right? That's like, some real shit. That's all, that's all social media is. It's like, hey, follow me. Micro cults. Yeah. They got no fucking substance. Like, oh, he got two million followers. And then, you know, just because this guy has a million followers, he got that check mark. Mm-hmm. People. They special now. Yeah, they're cool people, supposedly. Like, Let me follow them. I'm going to follow everything they do. They just bought a purse for 300K. Cool. Yeah. So people creating their own following, but, the you know, the substance is not as... Uh, I mean, I don't mean, I don't mean shit. Doesn't mean shit compared to fucking <laughs> these guys. I, rather see, I, w- I wish there would be like another Apple Witch without the suicide Apple shit. Apple White. Apple White. <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep up. <laughs> Been doing I think like, it's because mysticism. <laughs> that's, why I keep yeah. thinking, that's why I keep thinking Apple Witch. It's the Apple White. Apple White. <clears throat> Walter White. Apple White. They're Apple saying White. Um, our bodies are containers, like vehicles. Vehicles, yes. It, all it does is just hold our souls. That's pretty much what our no, bodies are. No, I do believe that, though. That's, I do think it's like. This is a show. Is it basically is. Well, the mean, consciousness. That's why people, scientists are trying to fucking take your conscious and put it into like another body and shit. They've yeah. They're trying to do that. That's what he does. That's exactly what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just a meat, this is, um, you know, a meat show. That's all it is. It's just going to expire, get old, but this in here, it's just going to travel throughout light years across the, the multiverse, man. So, I, so on, some, on some shit like that, it's like, yeah, I always did think it was just a vehicle. I mean, what the fuck? Like, you'll just move on to the next one. <clears throat> um, okay, so Apple White believes that in order for you to ascend to the next level, you have to start to uh, like give up a lot of your like vices and shit, like mm-hmm. alcohol, sex, oh, jewelry. Uh, give up your family, uh, hentai, um, anime. Trading cards. Crack cocaine. <laughs> Gotta give up your vegan diet. Um, All that shit. What do they eat anyways? I wonder. I don't know. They ate the sound of magic. <laughs> Frequencies. Sounds like <laughs> jack of clubs. <laughs> but yeah, then the, they were also required to adopt biblical names. Mm-hmm. Which is cool, I guess. I was still trying to understand it. How they... It's always Odie yeah, after something. Yeah, but I was like... Like the, the the ending of the name ended with O D Y. O D Y, yeah. But it's like a part of your fir- half of your first name too, I think. Right. So it'd be like for you, like Bill Odie, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Chris Odie for me. BB Odie. BB Odie. <laughs> but yeah, they changed everything. They gave up everything. They gave up all that. They gave up all their money. And actually, there was like one member, like the reason why they were surviving for so long, like one member got an inheritance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, the, his cousin's father had like some kind of like they own like some kind of American telephone company up in like somewhere in the New England area or up north somewhere. Yeah, but that was he was getting the trust funds from his father's company, or his father's empire, or whatever. Yeah, mm. so he received like three hundred, five hundred thousand. Mm. That was rumor. Yeah, but then there, this is how they were able to survive and then travel from city to city, living houses, living in like mansions, renting out apartments and mansions and stuff. This yeah. is how they were doing all that. And it was pretty smart too. It was pretty smart idea because in these houses they would have like fifteen, like twenty people living in that shit, and then. Uh, uh, at this point, oh, did we ever explain why they was called? Like, they changed their names to Bo and T, but that's a whole other thing. Like, 
The other was do and tea. Doe. A bow. A doe. So do, sorry. Doe and tea. But I think they got it from Sound of Music, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's but what Some is. shit. But uh, so with Apple White, uh, they want to figure out an idea with all these people living in the house. They were like, hey, we're only going to say like maybe these are the designated people that can leave the house. Maybe like four to five people. That's the only people that can leave this house. Everybody else has to stay in there. And it gave the illusion, like, these are the only people that live in the house. Because if you see, like, 15, 20 people coming out all the time, it's like, noisy-ass neighbors going to be like, no, hello, 911. I think there's an orgy going on. And they're going to fuck it all up. So yeah. you said, like, to designate people out, they make sure everybody sees them all the time and kept people off their backs and shit. So I was like, okay, that's kind of smart. I'd be mad, like, yo, can we, like, switch this shit up every year? Like, I want to be, like, I want to leave this house a little bit too, you know? Yeah, see, like, but the thing is, though, they did, they moved so many times. But because- they moved like, yeah. Like uh, they were being tracked down by like FBI and stuff. The media, well, not the media. It's the the members of the group. Like their family members are trying to find them. Oh, and they said like the oh no no. And yeah, they were trying to find them. Right. So they hired like FBI. It's like hey, find uh Ricardo. His he's, he's missing. He went to some crazy church people stuff. And I was trying to think too. I think remember we were talking about the guy who was like his father or his father's company was financing that shit. Mm-hmm. Was it his father? Was it his the guy's father's? One of their fathers like had connections to the FBI, and that's when they was like chasing them all around and shit right. too, the organ and all that other stuff. So this is why they were always moving. They're on always the on on the go and shit. They're like, oh, we gotta pick up our shit and go. They're they're after us. They be camping out and shit too. So uh, okay, so uh, all right. So in nineteen eighty three, Bonnie she she got eye cancer, mm-hmm. right? And then they had to remove her eye. Yeah. And that's the story that they gave. And to me, I was like, um, bullshit, Bonnie. What do you, think? you think it was fake? One of the members punched you in the eye because you lied to them about that UFO in Colorado. So really? Punched her in the eye so damn hard that she, she gave her... She blew out? Blew up her eyes. Damn. But no, nah, no, nah, she actually did get cancer. I was like, I was like damn, I didn't even think that far ahead. <laughs> yeah. So Bonnie, she's like a, the, the, the head leader. She knew all the information everything. Yeah. So after she got cancer uh, in 83... They took her eye out, and then a few months later, she passed away. Yeah, it happened like... It happened real quick. I think, or or was it when they took out her eye, or was it when... It was after they took her eye out. It was out. like three weeks or some shit, like, right? I had already spread it to, like, her liver or something yeah, like it, that. It, it was soon. It was, and then, you know, she left Apple White all alone. Apple White, he, he broke down pretty much. It's yeah. almost like uh, he lost, like, connection. I, I think he was struggling with... The religion they had created for themselves and the reality of it, because they may be a part of him. I was like, you could tell, like when he was like doing like his little video speeches and all that, he'd be looking at the camera, and be like, "Yeah, you know, T, she's still with us, and her soul went up into the heavens, and she's in the next level." But he's about to cry, so it's like, does a part of him not really believe that in some kind of way? You know what I'm saying? It's like it looked like he it, made it up. It's like it's like a disconnect. It's kind of like, oh fuck, like motherfuckers can die, and even though I'm believing that. Her spirit's gone. I can't accept the fact that she's dead. So it's like, you know, because if she, if she would have left and went to another place, you'd be like, let's throw a party for Bonnie, yo, gang, gang. Well, she leveled up, da, da, da. Yeah. But it's, I felt like, I always just felt like he just, like he couldn't like really come to terms with the reality of it. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's what just did. Everything started taking like a little turn for the worse. But I know what was messed up too is like after Bonnie passed away, the daughter I talked about who was like 19 years old back then, um, Terry, I think her name was. She didn't find out till like almost nine months after the fact that her mom had passed away because they was trying to keep it a secret. And eventually, I think it might have been more than likely since Doe was running. She was like, "Yo, just let her know." And that's when they sent like you know they sent her like a letter explaining like, "Yo, your mother passed away," mm-hmm. which is kind of fucked up because she hadn't seen her mother since forever. And I think that another thing that was like a huge thing like 
uh, one of the things where with Heaven's Gate, I was like, okay, I get the message. You know, I, I can kind of see they're just trying to you know make the world a better place, at least maybe for themselves. But anytime, folks, listen to me. Anytime you're in a group or whatever that makes you feel special, but they're trying to cut you off from the from everybody else, that's a red flag right there. Get the fuck out of there. That's because they're trying to control you, and that's how it was with like. Like, I haven't seen my son, my father, daughter, whoever the hell ever. I haven't seen him in, like, 15 years. I've, like, I've tried to call him. They won't give me no location where they're at. So it's like, no, it's sad at the end of the day because, like, some of these people who family members want to join Heaven's Gate, they never saw my life again. Maybe he had a phone conversation with them or something. But it's just one of the things, like, they was just so stuck in that shit. Um, even when things are getting toxic with the way... Um, uh, Apple White was starting to act too. Was starting while he was starting to think they were still standing by him to like the fucking bitter ends. Uh. I think that's when like the the cult it took another turn, like a, a like an unnatural turn, because it it was almost like Apple White. He didn't really know which direction to take the the group. Yeah, and he was just he just started just saying shit out of his ass, like saying, "Oh, I, uh, you know, I'm still communicating with uh, Bonnie." It's like, no, the fuck you yeah, aren't. You're making you're up just, shit. You're making up shit, man. It's like he hit like the edge of the wall to where he's like, okay, I don't know what else to. To say it to these guys no more, you exactly. know. She she knows like she does not tell me what to do anymore. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to think. Um, See, but the crazy thing about it, like if you if you're thinking like from the outside, like oh this cult is a scam, but then when you look at it, it's almost like if it's a scam, like they they pretty much play themselves like on purpose. So why would you play exactly? It was like uh, they, uh, yeah, because they I think they really believed straight it. Straight up believed it. Yeah, yeah. they weren't like. Okay, we're trying to collect members to get money to do something else, but it wasn't even like that. And like, and like you said too, like they and I agree with you on this hundred percent. They had no real ill intentions of wanting to hurt anybody. Uh, I, I do think they kind of saw the outside world as kind of like being so toxic. It's like, you know, like if we believe what we believe in, we gotta separate ourselves from them because all they're gonna do is trying to stop us. Um, I thought that was like probably one of the most damaging part about um, uh, Heaven's Gate. But for the most part, I mean, I, like, man, they weren't hurting nobody. They weren't trying to set up, like, you no, know, like, like, dude in Japan around that same time, I think, or maybe in the early 90s, in the 90s, or maybe mid-90s, there's a dude in Japan who had set up a cult, and his his cult was fucking insane because he wound up releasing, like, a nerve gas, I think it was in a subway system in, under Japan. Oh, shit. Fucking killed all these people and shit. But that was his cult. It wasn't, like, on that shit. We'll probably do an episode about that one day. It's an insane Japanese cult. I'll, we'll do that some other time, but... But it was like on that level. I think that might have been in the mid nineties. I think it was too. But it was like okay, that's a cult that, like I said, Heaven's Gate ended in a very sad way. But out of like a lot of cults that are out there, this shit is nowhere near the worst. But I do think this is like a cult cult where people like nobody nobody was manipulated into joining this group. And that's the thing where a lot of people to this day can't seem to wrap their head around. It's like fuck, these people actually just joined in a free will. They weren't manipulated. They was helping each other survive. They was doing whatever they can to survive. Um, sometimes a lot of, they were surviving off a lot of donations and shit. So it was like, damn, like, there was people that were supporting him that weren't even in the fucking, uh, you know, Heaven's Gate. They were still getting support from through the Patreon. Yeah, basically, basically, I got Patreon for yeah. real. That's basically what he was getting. Just getting money on the side and shit. And that's how they like, you know, keep themselves afloat. So, I mean, shit. it's like um, the funny thing about like the cult, like uh, they didn't see like, well, it's not funny, but uh, they didn't see like like gender. Just like what's happening like today. I noticed that, yeah, genders. I didn't know that too. I saw like the, when I was rewatching the documentary, I was like, okay, yeah, like okay, this whole genderless society because 
Yeah. I get where they're coming from, but I don't really agree with that at the same time. Because um, they, they all had like a haircut where they all look like a guy. To the point where when people died, they thought some of the women were yeah were dudes. So they didn't know, the like, you couldn't tell if it was a guy or a girl, but it's, it's almost like they're like, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you matter. Know? They did. So they all had that little bowl cut and shit. But what's, what else is funny is that Bonnie Nettles, her daughter, mm-hmm. she has the same haircut. And she wasn't in it. So maybe that was Bonnie's idea. Like, oh, shit, yo. What? What if, like, Bonnie low-key missed her daughter? You know, she was away. She's like, I want all these women that join us have my daughter's haircut. No. I don't think so. I think her daughter just liked that haircut style. Man, no. She didn't even want her mom being in that shit. Why would she imitate <clears throat> the haircut? Because her hair was normal at that time. This is like when she's older, when she's doing the documentary, then her hair is like that. Oh, that shit, the hair. I was thinking like she had the haircut since like, I don't know, 70s or some shit. Nah. Damn, I was about to go to tirade. I'm like, yo, what if psychologically she missed her daughter and she was making all the females look like her daughter? <laughs> well, there goes my conspiracy. Fuck that. Never mind. So like in the, the 1990s, right? Like when people were more using, like everybody's using the internet now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where they posted all their the Heaven's Gate website and then all the stuff that they talked about on forums and stuff. Yes, sir. And actually, like, the public can get in and type some shit, like, in, in the chat or whatever. They were saying shit like, uh, you guys should go kill yourselves already. Like, this is fucking, this is scam, this is bullshit. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I came across something, like, yesterday when I was looking up some stuff about the website or, I mean, you can still, they're still checking their emails and stuff, too. They're still looking for, like... Yeah, there's the site is still being ran by like members of the group. Oh yeah, they still still out there. Okay, do you, you don't mind if I read this little part right quick from their website? Because it. it, it's very colorful. Um, if you was on drugs, you would probably be able to smell the colors. Um, yeah, and it does. And then the way it's designed to, it does look like it was made in the '90s or some shit. Like they the, never updated. Yeah, just never updated. Like the format is in the the, the the early stages of the internet. Okay, so it's like Heaven's Gate. You know, got like cool ass colors. It says Weather Haley. Uh, this I'm just reading from the introduction. Is whether uh, Hale Bob has a companion or not is irrelevant from our perspective. However, its arrival is joyous, very significant to us at Heaven's Gate. The joy is that our older member in the evolutionary level above human, the kingdom of heaven, has made it clear to us that Hale Bob's approach is the marker we've been waiting for. The time for the arrival of the spacecraft from this level above human to take us home to the world in the literal heavens. Our 22 years of classroom here on planet Earth is finally coming to collusion. conclusion. Graduation from the human evolutionary level. We're happily prepared to leave this world and go with T's crew. If you study material on his website, you will hopefully understand our joy of what our purpose here on Earth has been. You may, have find, you may even find your own boarding pass to leave with us during this brief window. We're very thankful for... We are very thankful that we have been recipients of this op- uh, opportunity to prepare the membership of the kingdom and then to experience the boundless caring of nurturing. So I don't, I don't know if they plan another trip again, but it so, sounds like okay. So get, here's here's basically what's happening. Mm-hmm. There's a comment coming by. Mm-hmm. Hell, hell, Bob, right? Hell, Bob, yeah. Hell, Bob, comment came by, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, if you if you look through the sky, they said there's something on the tail of the comment, like almost like something else. Just follow me, yeah. So Apple White, he was like, wait, what's that? It's like something else, like following the comment. So he took that as a sign of Bonnie on a spaceship coming to pick the, pick those guys up. But yo, but I, I, I train is here, guys. Get ready. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like it. oh shit, this is the sign. We waited 20 years. Like this is it. 
you know? So Apple White, like, he was like, finally, finally a message that I've been waiting for. So this guy, he, he was ready. He was like, all right, so we got to prepare for this shit. So we got to prepare, like, our bodies or whatever. We got to graduate and then hit that next level, mm-hmm. which is, like, dumb, ultimately all committing suicide. Yeah. And also for my all my science nerds out there, like, with the Hell Bop, it got to, the origin of Hell Bop came from Alan Hale and Thomas Bop. Um, they were, like, scientists who, they, who were in two different locations, but they had discovered uh, before 95, uh, back in, uh, no, no, sorry, July 1995, they had discovered that there was a comet coming. It's like, hey, on this day, around this time, you'll be able to see it with your naked eye. So they saw it, like, a couple years in advance or whatever, and that's when more stories. Also, um, what's the dude from Coast Coast? Art? Art Bell. Art Bell, um they kind of like uh, they were still having. I think they, I can't remember. They had the members of uh, some members of Heaven Gate on the show, but they want to talk to him about the Hell Bop comment or whatever, and they want um, saying like uh, not not Art was saying, but not what Art Bell was saying, but he was trying to get like, answers out of them saying, okay, why is this thing so important to you guys? And they're like, hey, there's like something following behind Hell Bop, and that's the ship, and we need to hop on it before it passes. This is like our only opportunity, but actually. Um, Coast to Coast actually debunked it was like yeah there's nothing else following it and it was like well we don't care what it is we're leaving so it was like you couldn't tell them nothing it was like yo we yeah. we out of here Apple White was like nah man that's, that's our shit it's like God, our, like our, I get it you like conspiracy guy but sh- you too normie for us so <laughs> like <laughs> leave us alone I thought actually like NASA or whatever discovered like it was actually nothing uh, yeah, well, I, I think it was like NASA. I'm not saying Art Bell discovered it, but Art Bell was like, sounds like he was telling them, like, all right, this shit right. is not really adding up. But Apple Bell, like, I mean, <laughs> Apple Apple White, he wasn't having it because, like I said, like, he was already pushed to, like, the edge of, like, the knowledge that he can gain because he wasn't getting no more real knowledge like, yeah. from Bonnie. And, you know, she's dead. And he's like, man, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to tell these, these people in the group. So first first thing I see that's out of the ordinary, I'm going to jump on it. And I'm going to just say, fuck it. Let's go, guys. And then he saw that that, that shit with the, the comment. And he was like, this is it. This is a sign. Like, hey, yo. Like, yo, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, we, we got the sign. Gates of heaven. <laughs> T is sending us the ship, all right? Yeah, and he was already like old, and he, his body was already about to clock out. Anyway. Oh yeah, he was saying that too. Like, yeah, my this vehicle's all beat up and bad. I was like, oh, he ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> he's ready to uh, he punch was, that clock, man. He was ready to get out of there. But like, okay, so in, like in '93, the Colt spent like thirty thousand dollars to publish a full page document in mm-hmm. USA Today uh, to get more people to follow them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I, I guess it, it kind of worked. Yeah, at the bottom of the 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 ad it says free admission. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> okay. Like, the, like, what's free. the catch? <laughs> Wait a minute. What's the catch? They said that the numbers increased, the members nearly doubled. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if all those people were like, if they could afford to, they had went out there. Imagine how many people would have went along with them to go CT if the, all the numbers. No, not all of them. I'm saying like, if they all did though, like all the people that like, because I want to find out this too and I didn't realize this. Like, after you know they go, they leave to go to the next level, aka committing suicide. Right? There were some people who weren't even involved with Heaven's Gate, who just saw it happen on the news and was inspired. And some people were committing suicide based off of that to go to the next level. And I was like, what the hell? Like this shit was reaching outside of their own. Because there were some people was like, Heaven's Gate, what UFOs? Like, 
oh shit, these people been thinking like me. How true is that though? But there's like a couple people they found it was like, um, I guess maybe like newspaper clippings, clippings they were keeping or whatever. But they was like never officially affiliate, affiliated, or maybe they had like I think uh, they may have gone and visited some of the victims who like to committed suicide. Maybe questioned the family. There's like, yeah, he was really into that gay shit, but he was never a member. So it's like people just pop like a couple people popped up there that was like never had the shitty ass haircut. Never would all black, you know, Nikes and shit and all that. They, they, they were in that shit. They just, they, they just straight up was just like a fan of it. And mm-hmm. well, I think one dude who, one dude who I think was a part of Heaven, like he wanted to be part of Seven Gate. Either he was a, I can't remember what the story was. He tried to commit suicide one time and it failed. And after he found out that the Heaven's Gate, you know, committed suicide, he tried to commit suicide again. But this time he like shot himself in the head. So that was like another dude. It's, it's, it's wild, man. Uh, yeah, I don't think suicide was ever the answer to No, no, not from this. the beginning, no. I mean, because, come on, if you think about it, right? Like, let's say, like, you know, we are given this gift of living a human life. Mm. Why would suicide be, like, an answer to anything? As, no. Even, like, with religion, that doesn't even make sense. Like, hey, you guys are you're, you're here as humans to fucking enjoy and learn, you know, about human life. Mm. Why would you end it short? You end your journey short. That makes no sense. I think I have the answer of why. And they kind of they, they kind of explain it in a documentary a little bit, but it goes back to fucking... And I think this is like the linchpin of a lot of problems that's going on right now. My tailbone. Um, I, think it, I think it all goes back to like a lot of problems, that, not like every single problem, but a lot of shit sometimes of the, uh, goes back to Waco, Texas with uh, David Crush and his cult. So he was running this cult. His whole thing was going on. And the ATF wound up showing up and like the FBI and they raided the compound. Somehow the place got set on fire. FBI I think says like David Crescent's people started to fire. Some people who were supporters of David Crescent, like the FBI started to fire. Either way, the house that he was living in got caught on fire and fucking almost everybody got wiped out in the cult. Like kids, women, everybody fucking damn near died. Um it started inspiring like a lot of things going forward. Like, for example, Timothy McVeigh who did Oklahoma City bombing uh, some years later after that, he was there when Waco, Texas was going down. He was one of the supporters of David Koresh. And so around that same time, too, enter Apple White. He saw that shit unfold, and he started getting paranoid. Thinking like, his thing is, like, he was getting paranoid, and also, too, his followers were speaking of, like, hey, he feels like his time is about to be up, and he doesn't want to die in it, like, this movement to die of obscurity. He started offering the idea of actually them getting guns at first. And like, hey, let's go to the range. Let's like practice our weapons. Let's go and fight, and let's go out in a blaze of glory. So then it'll make basically like you know, let's turn ourselves into like these these heroes, and you know, our, our messages will spread more around the world, and then we'll go out with a bang. And a lot of the members didn't agree with that shit. Just like, no, that's too. That, that actually goes outside of what we've always been about. It's too painful. Bring and I was like, yo, I don't want to fucking get blown up and shit. Like we got we got to bring it back a little bit. Uh, yeah, because they're saying like. Some of them might still be alive, but they're gonna end up having a life being crippled. Yeah, like, the, like I got oh. no legs. Yeah, yeah. But so, what does that have to do with like, like suicide being the answer for enlightenment? I, I, I thought it was like at the same time, it's kind of like well, it ties in with the walk-ins. Like, okay, we're all, all there because that's that. That was that was another thing that kind of like it, it, it kind of fucked them over a little bit. It was like, well, if your stuff is tied to Christianity a lot, why is suicide the answer that you want to go with when that's like supposed to be like the most ultimate sin? You know, if it's anything like Christianity, which you guys believe in, that should be like one of the most, you know, worst sins that you could commit. And because, um, you know, like, you know, it's like it's like you can't take your life. Only God can make that choice for you. You can't. They taking the choice away from God. Da, 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 da. And so they try to they, a lot of times they would try to work their way around. It's like, no, no, it's not really suicide. We're just moving on to the next life. Like 
you know, if you commit suicide, that means you have no eye. It was in a weird way. They would try to be like, hey, if you off yourself, but you have like no kind of faith of where you're going to next, da, 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 you committing suicide. They kind of danced around and said like, well, we have, an, we have a destination of where we're going, so it's not really suicide. We're not dying here. We're just leaving our vehicle. It's like they was jumping through hoops to kind of make sense of what they want to do, but in the end, it was still a suicide, no matter how you want to flip it, but they try to dance around it a lot, try to not make it... But It's almost like they were trying to rework it into something else, and they really couldn't, because... I think I mean, that's wrong. Is it is what it is? I mean, that's, that's what they were trying to go for. They was really trying to dance around it. It was like... Uh yeah, like just and and, and like I said, it started going back to Doe's idea or Apple uh, Apple White. That was his idea too, because he 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 wanted that shit to happen. Like, and I think he was just done. He just want to take somebody with him too. Like he didn't want to be alone. I don't fucking know. He, he was ready to clock out, man. But they they it's 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 just weird because it started hitting a point with Heaven's Gate. When they started getting pressed by, you know, when it was getting interviewed and stuff and it was getting pressed with like some hard questions, they didn't like that shit and they couldn't give an answer for it. And they started throwing fits about that. And I feel like if you if you can't take the heat, then, you know, get out the kitchen, I guess. But if you if you're going to get scrutinized by the media, then make sure you better you better have some answers. A lot of stuff they couldn't really answer when they was being uh, pressed like that. So um, Shell Shock says, uh, I'm hoping to pass through Waco next month. Hell yeah. Oh, take pictures for me. Take lots and lots of pictures. All right, so in 97, the group, they all got together. They all recorded their farewell message to the world saying, uh, peace out, guys. Adios. Because this is like the time where they're about to do the uh, mass suicide where they're going to drink the fancy Kool-Aid yeah. in the Million Dollar Mansion. It was like a three-day event, so they all like took turns doing it. Yeah. They thinking it was like, uh, it was going like helping each other out and shit like that. Like, okay, people um, go... Uh, how was it set up? It's like levels. Yeah, it's like first level did it, and then they covered the bodies. Then second level they did it, and then the third level they covered the bodies, and then they killed uh, Apple White before the two killed two, themselves. Two killed, yeah, because I think they got assisted by two dudes, and then then they went yeah. out. Um, but it was like uh, so because like the, I think the way they described it was like it was pretty peaceful going out. It's almost like some kind of sedative that put them asleep. Yeah, so they took a uh, they took something called a frappuccoli guy dial drug. Frabidodildildjal drug However you say that <laughs> Oh my god I was gonna just let you run with it I uh, But what that drug does is It slows the activity in the brain Commonly yeah. used to treat seizures There you go I couldn't think of it Yeah So what they did is They mixed it with like Applesauce and stuff And then they chased it down with vodka And then they put a bag over their head And then they just peace, Peacefully went out I guess And yeah. they, were, they were wearing Nike shoes By the way and the the Nike shoe that they were wearing was like a it was the '93 Nike Air Decade, the black and whites. The that the Nike discontinued after, after that, that shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nike's like, oh hell no, we ain't got no ties. You know they had a saying within the group too, because like uh, Apple White was such a huge fan. Of, he was always been a huge fan of Nike shoes, right? Mm-hmm. They had a saying within Heaven's Gate. It's called "Just Do It." Oh yeah, <laughs> so it was like a saying oh. they had in it. Just do pun, it. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> He was a Nike head, dude. Yeah. So Nike, uh, actually, you can go eBay right now and look up those shoes. Somebody's selling for like $6,600. Jesus. Yeah. $6,000 shoes? Fuck that. Does it come with fucking Apple White for real? signature and shit? <laughs> Something. Shit. Does this give me boarding pass to uh, the next level? <laughs> can I get on this shit with it? Somebody snatched it from one of the, 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 the dead bodies. Yo, they had a... Oh, what was it too? So they also had like patches on the arm and shit too. Like, 
like astronauts type shit. Like, yo, we that's a dope ass patch. Though. I saw the patch. Too. I was like, damn, I want to get it. But I'm like, how many people would know what that patch would be? Put on because I'm pretty sure you could probably buy it from Heaven's Gate website. I guarantee you could probably buy it from there. Probably got on Etsy. Get a little, a little merchandise there. All right, so like all together, the mass suicide it was over 39 people, mm-hmm. which is like the the biggest mass suicide ever mm-hmm. in the U.S. history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the members, uh, they 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 never they don't accept no new members. So there's no new members ever since no. since '97. But there's two members that are still remaining living in Arizona, and they're still keeping up with the information. So what are you gonna do? They just all just die off, and then they're keeping the website up and keeping the the info alive. But they're not accepting no new members. No, they don't need no new members. I mean, they, I mean, they don't know. What, they don't really know what to do. You know? <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, even if they like connect like spiritually, I don't think they. Let's say if it's real, mm. right? And Bonnie Nettles did have a brain that can reach to higher levels where she was gaining knowledge. What if they wait for her to come back? Those two members. If it's real, let's say their brain does it's like normal, like yeah, us. they like, can't really be what Bonnie was. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like we're not able to uh collect these information and shit. So those guys, all they can do is just like just keep the information up. That's like the, the last thing that they're supposed to do in the life. It's like, oh my god, we're not worthy to do this. So we just gotta either wait for the resurrection of Bonnie or Apple White, but it's <laughs> like, yo, we're nah. gonna sit here and wait until But if you think her. about it, like like in world society now, it's almost like society is leaning towards like the teachings of a lot of shit. Yes, I did. That did cross my mind too. Yeah, the teachings of like Bonnie, whatever she wrote in the book. It's kind of like picking some stuff off. It's kind of like okay, maybe I'll adopt in some things. Because I mean, now and more than ever, it seems like more people are step stepping away of like you know the religion of the old, and it's kind of like trying to find their own identity out there. And this is just the way of the world, man. Like like true free will, which is what. I I know it's ironic enough to be in a cult and have free will, but that was what the it kind of, it basically was that on some level because they didn't force any. You could join Heaven's Gate and then leave any like if you ask Doe, like, look, I got I leave, I got he'll cut you loose. And like look, like one of the guy like the guy who found the bodies, I think his name's like D'Angelo or some shit. He left the group at one time because he was like, hey, um, I just feel like I should be a survivor of this because basically kind of like chicken out of this shit of the the suicide pack. He's like, yeah, I feel like I should be like a survivor so I can like tell y'all a story. And he was like, okay, cool. I agree with you. You know, go your way. Yeah, it's not like they're holding. Yeah, we're holding hostage. Yeah, so they had free will too. Like, yeah, there was free will within free will within it on some level. But here's like another weird thing. Like I should have talked about a long time ago. Like when the new members, uh, when they when they would hear like Bonnie and uh, Apple White talk, right? Mm-hmm. They said they would look at them, and it felt like. Uh, like there was like a glow around their their heads, mm. almost like it was like Jesus or something talking. Like they they saw like a glow around them, and they're like, "Holy shit! Like these guys are special." Mm. And then when he said that, I was like, "What?" It's like, "Are you tripping?" Or did, did, is that something like they actually you saw? Yeah. You know, I was like, "Okay," and I didn't hear them talk about this like uh, in the documentary. What did they? they I don't did. remember, man. Because documentaries are cool, but a lot of times too. It, it, it leans to one direction too much. I'm like, okay, there's like two sides to this shit sometimes. It's kind of like, y'all trying to make these people look fucking crazy, but I'm reading some stuff. I'm like, okay, they, I feel like they might be thinking on a different wavelength, obviously. But I mean, there's people who just, they kind of see the world in a perspective of how I see sometimes, where this world is completely fucked up and they really don't have any part of it. And they was like, yo, I got to, this whole planet is doomed. I need to get out of here. Um, so I'll I be, I, so some of the stuff I was reading, I was like, okay, I see where they're coming from because I see it all the time. <clears throat> 
I'm not, I'm not waiting for a comet to fly past, but I see on some perspective where they're coming from. And I wish the doc, I wish like the documentary like kind of kind of swung both ways on, on like more perspective of like. Yeah, but it's more of the documentary. It's more of like a like a psychological thing. Yeah, where they're yeah, saying yeah. like how how did like the followers become. You know, like, they believed it so much. They're saying, like, oh, it's because, like, they really don't have nothing, like, based in their life mm-hmm. that had, like, hold any substance and shit. So yeah. they they were easily manipulated mm-hmm. by, like, uh, you know, somebody that was strong in a, in a cult, uh, you know, religion where they were able to, hey, I'm a part of this community and I feel mm-hmm. happy in this community and I feel like this is a real thing. Like, but I can't have sex. Right. So, oh, speaking of, we didn't ever touch, talk, like, touched on the part. I don't know if you was ever going to get to it. The castration shit. Oh, yeah. With the balls. Yeah. So I guess, like, they were having these moments of uh, these men were like, uh, well, there was a one guy, I can't remember his name, but he was like the guy, like, the kiss ass of the group, or like, like hey, I want to be the first one to, like, run up front of the line doing all shit. He was like a go getter. So like, we're, we're cutting balls. Anybody up like, for ooh, that? Ooh, me, me, me. I'll go first. Cut and mine. It's like, chick with the short hair, with the bowl cut, you used to be a nurse, chop his balls off. And I guess the surgery went fucking wrong because. Uh, I guess they said like his ball starts swelling up and shit, and they had to take him to the hospital in order to save his life. Which all he did was wind up committing suicide with them, anyways. In the end, so it was like, I should just like, like oh, my bad dogs, <laughs> my bad man. You we should have never done that. Like that's the wrong message. We got the wrong email on that one. But apparently, uh, uh, not apparently, but uh, old dude uh, Apple White too got his balls cut off too, and he was like, all right, it's like I don't, I don't know. I die now. But when he asked all the guys in the group, like, who wants to volunteer? Almost every single guy was like, you know, I'm gonna just be celibate, you know, just right. I'm gonna keep the package. You know? I'm I'm good. I just say no. But that one guy who was a former member, he was like, yo, I was like, I turned on MTV one day, which I was surprised that they have. I, I don't know where like, did he, did did they have TVs in these places? I thought I was running a call to be no television, none. They, they only I, got I am like, your entertainment. They only got like approved like um, movies that they can watch, like Star Trek and shit. Okay, it kind of it kind of match, meshes meshes up with the right. Okay, so like there's this book, right, that uh, Bonnie Nettles, she wrote. It's called uh, Ruffles, Snacks for Thinkers. Mm. And a lot of stuff like in that book is almost like stuff that we're seeing in modern day, like what they're talking about, like like with the gender shit. Mm. And they have quotes like, uh, a goal is not reached by just learning how to reach it. The goal is reached by doing what you learned. Oh, okay. Okay. She's on some real shit. Bonnie with the hits, okay. Another one is... uh, Everyone interprets the truth at his own level of understanding. That's the real one. That's why, like, when some people talk where you just can't understand them, like, like what the fuck are you talking about, Kanye West? It's because we, we don't understand, like, the level, level of understanding. Maybe that's, like, a bad example because people are going to say, oh, Kanye's just crazy. Buys, like, but, but, if you think about it, like, if you look at him deeper and see, like, the shit that I'm mean, here, the shit that he's saying, right, like, dude, he this guy, he, he's... He's on some. He's on something else. Mm. I mean, it's, just, it's not all crazy. I don't I, think it's all crazy. A lot of it's misunderstood. And I think it's like another thing is too is like a lot of people for come from different walks of life, and most people it may have difficulty putting themselves in everybody else's shoes and kind of seeing it from their perspective too. So I mean, yeah, it's like the shit that's going down like now, like with the Asian community and stuff. Yeah, yeah. People they don't really understand like. Like how Asians are taking it because they don't really know about Asian culture because mm-hmm. that's not something that they, they you teach in school and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, it actually feel yeah. real shit. Yeah. So it's not like it's not really talked about like that, like in social media. Like it is, but it's not. It's like like well, with the Black Lives Matter stuff, everybody was on it, right? Yeah. 
you know, everybody. Then it doesn't matter what color you are. It's mm. almost like okay, if no, if you didn't talk about, it, they say, oh, you're a racist because you didn't talk about it, yeah. or like, oh, you you didn't want to be like the person that uh, uh, like it was left out in it and shit, some something like that. But yeah, then like yeah. with this Asian shit happening, like all those people that I saw on Instagram doing their shit for the other stuff, I was like, hey, you guys didn't do it for us. Like you guys, you guys forgot about us. You know, I mean, I didn't say anything about it because I know like shit's gonna hit the wall. Mm. But uh, I didn't see, like, those same people do the same post about the Asian community. Well, here's the thing, too. Uh, I thought that was weird. I, here's the thing. I, I, that, that, that could be a whole other goddamn podcast. I, what I was thinking is that I was coming across a lot of stuff on not so much Twitter. You got some people, people on Twitter seem a little bit more wide awake than people on, like, Facebook. Facebook's kind of, like, a very, at least in my opinion, like a closed-minded community. But I would see, like, plenty of people asking the question of, like, when was this going on, man? When's all this Asian hate started? I'm like, uh, I was like, they came out with an Asian hotline last year because they was getting assaulted. So this shit, it didn't just happen like a week ago or like they, they've been, people have been attacking them since last year, since post COVID happened and people start pointing fingers at them. Like they, there was people, there was Asian folks who was getting their fucking face, faces slashed in like Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Yeah. Weird. Who were like Filipino. Like, motherfucker, they ain't Chinese. Like, wait, y'all don't even... Even taking the time, show shock. Like you're I not even, you. uh, you're not even like taking the time. Like you're just going after anybody who you think is from Asia, but you're not even like okay, Chinese, Cambodian, don't matter to me. I'm attacking. But even then, that's still ignorant. Uh, such an ignorant thought process. But it's like if you have people that ignorant, and well, I, I think a lot of the issue comes down to is that too many people with that whole shit last summer with the whole George Floyd thing. If the world was still revolving and, and, and you know there's no pandemic, I do think it would have still been ignored, just like a lot of other shit that happened with black folks getting shot in the unjust reasons. Um, this is that the pandemic and that shit was like the perfect storm to keep people's eyes glued to the fucking internet. Where this is like lives are kind of going back to normal, and some people just like it's just. I, I, I do see what you're saying though. It's not getting the same right the same clout as what Black Lives Matter gets. It's um, like me. Like I feel like um, Asian, right? Like. Yeah, I do. I care about everybody and stuff. It's like it's almost like we care about everybody, but people forgot to care about us. You know, I, know, well, I kind of feel like that. Like, well, I, like I, hey, I think hey. it might be a lot of times too. It might be a thing of where like, what about us guys? And, and like I said, I'm not very knowledgeable in the Asian community too, as well. But, but it's like whatever this kind of things. Like, okay, you guys, like you know, whatever issues you guys have or whatnot, it may like suffer in silence. Where with the black community, it's like yo, fuck this, we need to run out front and center and let this know. And now it's just kind of like. I don't. I just. I thought it was very ignorant last week when I just saw people posting. Hey, you know, I don't know what all this Asian hate started. I think it's being started by you know, blah blah blah. This down the third. I'm like, like here's like, like another it, thing. It's, it's stupid when I hear that shit. Cause like it's, it's like Asians. Like they make a small percentage of like um, the yeah. U.S. population. Mm-hmm. So we can't really make noise like that that will stretch from everybody's feet. Yeah. You know, because like the majority of Americans are white, and then the biggest, second biggest ones, African Americans, and then mm-hmm. Asians, like a small little pinch, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever like noise that we're saying is not really reaching a yeah, lot of people. Because yeah. even with the Latino community, the Latino community is kind of like. Combined itself too with Black Lives Matter shit too, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like they got their own. Asians did that too. They did all system. that. Like when all that happened, they they supported everything because mm-hmm. we don't want to fuck with nobody, and then we don't want nobody to fuck with us. Like, hey, we're cool. With you guys don't fuck with us. It's like mm-hmm. that. It's like, hey, we're not doing nothing to you guys. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, we're with you guys on this Black Lives Matter thing. You know, mm-hmm. 
you know, like we just want peace. Yeah. That's it. Cause we don't, we don't. Asian people are not known to fuck with nobody. I don't know. When I was living in Baltimore, the, no, the majority of Asians, they, you know, Asians not can go fucking pick on somebody for no. no I, I'm not talking about like running down the street and fuck with people like that. But I, there's been times where when I've grown up in hood and all that, in the areas I've lived in, where if you walk into a, a Asian establishment, you will get harassed a fuck ton. And I was like, okay, you know what? I don't like being here. I did follow me around. You know what? I'm not gonna burn this bitch down. I'm not gonna fucking argue with them. I'm just not gonna spend my money anymore, and that's why I just won't come back. That's mm-hmm. just how it is, and then it happens a lot. Yeah, I, I can, uh, I can and, see that too. And, and so the harassment shit, okay, that's just, I don't like that, but I don't think it's just an excuse for me to like fuck everything all up either. I'm like, I can just easily just not come back here, right. and then that happens. I mean, that's it. It happens. Uh, it's yeah, it's that. Those I I, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. and. They don't understand either. Mm. You know, I don't speak for all Asians, but I, I know the ones you're talking about mm. where they just said, oh, no, fuck Americans. We don't trust them, you know. Mm. And they they look down on, like, uh, you know, other people. That's not them because they're mm. like, oh, these guys, uh, they just, they always fucking shit up. That's why they have that bad uh, view of, like, Americans and stuff. Yeah. You know, like, they just can't trust them. Mm. And that's why you see, like, in neighborhoods like that where they see, like, like, like black people going, like, yeah. oh, you better fucking keep your eye on this guy. Yeah. But uh, if that generation's like that, dude, even yeah. if you go to China, it's like they won't even fucking serve like black people. So, oh yeah, dude. Oh my god. So it's 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 bad too over there. Well, that was another thing they never really touched on last year too. And I remember it was like, okay, when Asian people were getting assaulted, and they was only attacking like older Asian people too. They weren't going after the, the, the you know the millennial Asian folks. They weren't fucking with them. They was always just going against the defenseless ones. But I remember last year too in China when COVID started kicking off. They started blaming Africans that was living in China for that shit. And they was beating them up in public. So I was like, there's a lot of news that don't really filter to the top. And I don't know why. Just, yeah. The news picks and chooses about what this is an issue and whatnot. See, like, um, but the, the thing that's different from, like, China and America, you know, China, the majority is all Chinese people. Yeah, for sure. America is like a mixed pot. Yeah. You know, a melting pot. So we're, since it's a melting pot, we need to learn, like, from, in school mm. how to fucking learn about other cultures and how to treat people right instead of, that. you know, being ignorant and not knowing shit about nobody's culture. For sure. And uh, then fucking fucking them up for that because they don't understand. Oh, yeah. It's always be like that because if you're going to promote that America's going to be like this and there's a place for anybody around the world that could come here and thrive, then y'all need to practice that on every level. Don't use it just as, like, as a... You know, as like a, uh, as like a, as a gimmick to get people over here, and then want to work these hard labor jobs that you don't want to do. Actually, you know, beat stand by your word on this is what it has to be. When hey, if you can come here, then you can be respected just as any other American. You know, that's what I think. If you're gonna make, if you're gonna push that shit, then you know, back it up. You know, and that's how I feel. I mean, a normal human, even like you're not even hearing nothing from the government. You as a human being, you you have responsibility to treat other people right by not even For sure. Like, if you're an adult, you should know better. Uh, like if you know, like, you're doing harm to somebody, like, do a reality check and say, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing harm I to somebody? I want to be treated like this? Because you would think something that you would have learned back in fucking grade school, treat others the way you want to be treated. I live my whole life like that. If I ever disrespect somebody, it's because they had that shit coming. I'm telling you, that's how I've always moved my entire life. I've never stepped out of line or doing something to somebody where I'm like... Okay, I just want to be an asshole because I'm like, damn. Like, even if I've done something, I was kind of like, I didn't realize I was being a dickhead about. I'll even apologize to it. I'm like, damn, I wouldn't like that shit if somebody did that to me. So, right. you know, just check yourself, people. Shell Shock says, uh, more backlash against Black Lives Matters versus Asians, even though through U.S. history, Asians uh, have sad. had it rough as fuck too. Yeah, uh, this is thing I've been noticing too. Asians had a rough dude. Like, 
like just speaking like with my own culture, mm. we went through fucking hell, dude. Yeah, like not talking. just fucking maybe less than 50 years ago and shit. We went through a genocide. And, and wow, like just one generation, we went through a, a damn genocide like back in the 70s and shit. Yeah. Where our like it was like a modern day Hitler going on in our country yeah. where they were killing millions of our own people, dude. Yeah. And then we came here. Like, nobody really know our story like that. Like, mm. we went through a lot of shit. But A lot of shit I've learned has been from when I was going as an adult. Schools yeah. need to be teaching that shit, too. So, But, like, we're taught to, like, just, like, move forward. Like, sure, like, that shit, it was fucked up that happened. But you can't just come to America and fuck shit up. So we were shown, like, show respect to, this is not your country. You show respect for everybody, you know? Like, this mm. is not even your country. And then learn to, work, like, get along or learn to work together. Yeah. And uh, then now, like, with the violence we're seeing now and shit, it, to me, it doesn't make sense because, like, the people, like, they're fucking up. It's, like, old, fragile people. Like, the one, the old guy that they push where he went to the hospital, but then later he died. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. And then another one happened, like, in Oakland. Like, uh, old guy, like, you know, the families were like, hey, don't don't go out and to the grocery store by yourself. You know, like, it's still kind of crazy out there. Mm. He ended up getting getting fucked up, and he died. Yeah. Well, that shit is sad, dude. Like, why, why can't, why, why it has to be like that? There's something happened within, I don't know, the knowledge just spread through internet. Something like from false information happened where well, they see agents as like a, I don't know, well, I, like I, a free target. The thing, the thing I've noticed those too is like, this country has a habit of going through these phases too. Because I remember back, and I never forget this shit. Back when nine eleven happened. There were people that they was beating up anybody they thought was from the fucking Middle East. There's people they, I think so to this day, like the Muslim community still getting fucking assaulted and murdered over something that happened almost 20 years ago to this year. There's like there's it was like it didn't matter if you was from India or wherever you're from the Middle East. Back then it was uh, it, it, when something like that happens, this country has a habit of wanting to go like in a, into like lynch mob mode. And like back then, back in 2001, um, they were going around and you know, millions of people were getting fucking harassed. Stores getting burned down. They was getting murdered. So this country is like they take them. They take shit instead of like breaking it down in a logical way and go the most extreme shit every time. Right. And and it's always and it's always 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 been an issue when shit like that happens in this country. I don't give a fuck what it's been. That's or a good that. example. It's like it's like they don't know how to like comprehend <clears throat> like. Hey, this happened with this terrorist cell, not the whole goddamn race, not the whole religion. I'm seeing it like the t- time is a circle, man. And I'm seeing it again. I'm like, we're going through this shit again. Tw- 20 years to the fucking day, 20 years to this year. I'm like, we're going through this cycle again. Something happens. They want to fucking demonize an entire race, an entire culture. Yeah, I and America's like- infamous for that shit every time. Right. It's like they see anybody wearing like, the, you know, the, the, the rag and, you know. Get the Muslim culture and stuff. That, that was burning people who like was from. They're, they're all bad guys. Like you guys, just fucking fucked up. Like and it was murder. And it were like people from India and in America were getting murdered. Like they're not even from the middle. That's like Asia territory. Yeah. You killing it? That's scary, man. It's fucking scary, dude. It's wild. They were getting oh harassed at the airport, you know, because they're like, "Oh shit, this guy's Muslim." Watch terrorists. out, terrorists. Oh, I'm on extra first came at the airport. So they're all terrorists. Like man, that's crazy. Uh, Shell Shock says, uh, "This was this was what I brought up a couple times. You can't call it a China flu without repercussions. Same as how we had to switch from swine flu to H one N one back then to stop the pig slaughter." Oh yeah, yeah. He talks about uh oh yeah. So and oh look, you said the word Muslim in chat, and now now they're uh, fuck. They're, they're seeing if I have to. I'll allow it. 
Okay, okay. I was wondering, I was like, yo, what are we getting hit up with? <laughs> also backing up. That's with a Chris bad thing. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Uh, also backing up, what Chris said, it. It's all fear. We're taught to fear Muslims, yet we have a huge number in our own military. That uh, is yes, so it's crazy, like, yeah. man. It's crazy Asian how people, they, they messed people. up like the Muslim community like that. Yeah. That shit is sad, dude. And it's still like this. Still to this day, you see like they attacked another mosque. Like, golly, man, this shit is like twenty years later, and it's still. You want to know like what connections thing? I made? Like, what's what's recently happening and shit? Mm-hmm. You know how last week, right, with the with the spa and the massage people, mm-hmm. like, was it six females, Asian females? Got yeah, murdered? six, yeah. Six. And now, like, a lot of people are talking about it on the news, like celebrities and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of celebrities are tweeting about it. So it's gaining, like, it's you know, traction. momentum. It just sucks it had to be six people, eight, well, eight people, but six Asians yeah. had to die for this shit to yeah. even gain traction. And then this week, on Monday, Boulder, Colorado. I lit the fuck up. Ten, ten people, people died. Ten yeah. people in a grocery store, right? King Supers, yeah. I didn't, the, when, they, when I saw the name, I was like, holy shit, it's like a Muslim name. What's his name? It, it's something, but it's a Muslim name. He look white, boy. He look white as hell. Yeah, it's some Middle Eastern type of Not to say that you can't, the Middle Eastern can't be right. light-skinned, but. So then I'm thinking, I was like, okay. Because it, it almost feels like they're trying to take uh, some fire off of that white dude. Like, take the flame off. Oh, and my switch it up back yeah, to the Muslim shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, this, is, this is what I, I saw today. Because I saw the name today. And I was like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck is going on? So I was thinking, right? Like, my conspiracy brain was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was saying, okay. Like, do they got a bunch of, like, a, like, a, 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 like Muslim sleeper cells? Like, just ready to go do, like, a, you know, like, to something bad. Off, yeah. Like, you know, let's take, like, you know, they're getting too much attention. Let's, like, uh, okay, we got to get some heat off this Asian thing and then just send it to uh, the Muslim community and then have a Muslim guy go to a random grocery store. Kill white people. Boom. Killed a bunch of white people. And they're like, okay, okay, Muslims are bad again. Uh, we forgot about that white guy that killed all the Asian people. Like, hey, like Muslims bad, white people got killed. I thought that was so weird, man. Uh, we have to talk about <sighs> offline. It might be too spicy for Twitch. Yeah. I, 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 I was right on that same. I was almost there, too. I was like, ooh, I was like, hmm. I was like, no, white people got killed? Uh, seems like y'all trying to take attention off some shit, but that's on the I thing. don't know, man. I feel like they're just trying to separate everybody because there, there is they're a lot of, for that shit, dude. There's a lot of good in this this world. I still it believe is. like you guys can fucking change this shit around. Uh, yeah, I think people just need to stop and uh, fucking look and listen and listen to people, man. I learned so much yeah. shit. I, I learned from some shit. Like, there's a guy I used to work with a long time ago and he's like, he's, he's like I think he's like from Kentucky or some shit, but he talked about uh, the town that he grew up in a lot of racist white people in this, in this town he grew up in. Um, and they did not like black people because they thought black people were, you know, even though they was going through like a lot of poverty too, at least they was getting the attention that, you know, this is what's happening to them. But there was like a lot of white people in this town he grew up in who felt disenfranchised, was getting ignored because they were living in houses that had no running water and they have to walk like a couple miles down the road just to get clean water. Like no internet, none of this shit. And so when... You feel like with your skin complexion that you feel like you should be up on the top echelon with other white people, but you're being looked down lower than black people. A lot of these people gonna start hating black people, and then that's where it's kind of like the disconnect. Like this is what starts really happening. And I remember when he told me that my friend was not like racist nothing like that. He was telling me about the perspective of like how some racist white people may come from or the background background they come from. I was like, I understand where they're coming from. I don't agree with their the 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 racist mindset of how they getting like to this conclusion. Uh, but I see where exactly where it come from. Where you know when you shit when shit's rough, you got when you sometimes you just want to point to figure out somebody. But it, sadly enough, it just turns into racism. But I mean, it's conversations like that that people really need to have more and just try to understand stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shell Shock says uh, he says we as Americans need to stop hating each other 
other's race and start hating true illegal aliens. Lizard people. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's get them. Lizard people. Lizard people, man. Wow. We got way off topic, too. But I think we covered everything with the... Yeah, uh, we covered everything. They, they all committed suicide. There nine people in, in a mansion, and... They, they, that was it. They shot up to whatever plane. Uh, you Imagine want- they, like, fucked up. Like, fuck, we're stuck in this mansion. <laughs> Like, we're, we weren't supposed to fucking commit suicide. Now we're in limbo. Yes. Oh, which is crazy, too. One of the people they had in the cult was Thomas Nichols, right? His sister played Euro, I think, in it. Euro? I can't remember how I pronounced her name. But she was on OG Star Trek. She played the black chick on Star Trek back oh, in. Oh, for real? She, that was her. That was his sister. But he was in the cult. I was like, I was like, damn it, man. Is that a coincidence? Who knows? Get your boy. She was like a long-standing cast member of the OG Star Trek with uh, William Shatner. Man, awesome. Star Trek got their own cult following too, man. Hell yeah, dude. That shit is like... Not as crazy as Star Wars, but it's a, they got their own shit too, man. They, they get... Star Trek on some real shit. I think they're more, they're more closer to reality than Star Wars. Me. I mean, we ain't got no lightsabers, but them little, them little things they had to like flip phones back in the day. Mm-hmm. Hey, Scotty. Let's get up out of here. Like, Beam me up, Scotty. Beam. You know that you know that's not that never you never said that in the show. How he said it? He never said it. That line never existed. That's another Mandela effect fact, and I just learned that shit a couple days ago too. <laughs> that shit nice. never. That's just that, these days they, they've never said that in the show ever. I promise you. I remember I was taking a shit right in public. <laughs> okay. In public somewhere. <laughs> and then uh, you know how you see all these funny ass uh, messages that people write. Yeah. Some dude wrote. Uh, he's like. Beam me up, Scotty. And then, like, where he, he went to Scotty, like, it went all, the pen went all the way oh, yep. up. Like, he beamed him up. <laughs> you like, Scotty. Like, he didn't finish the T, it went all the way up. <laughs> I thought that was funny as fuck. That must have been, like, in the, was it the subway? No, it was, like, in school. Oh, yeah. well, I thought it was, like, does that work or some shit? No, they're not that funny in Atlanta. That was <laughs> <laughs> That's something a kid think of, man. Yeah, that is actually pretty dope. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> he was never seen again. The uh, network, what's up, man? What's up, network? It's good, dude. But yeah, this cult shit, man. Now we really need. Like, I mean, I took a personality test years ago, and one of the like the jobs I was offered was like, was like cult member or cult leader. For real? Yeah, it was like one of the things. I was like, because you're charismatic and this, that, and the third. I was like, no, I'm not. And I was like, well, let's see kind of jobs I would be good for. And I was like. A cult leader? I'm like, that's, you can get paid for that shit? <laughs> okay, I guess. You got to be creative and find a way to get paid hey. for having a cult following. Just open up a church. Yeah. <laughs> that's how they do it out here. That's how they do it. That's how they get down to the south. I just found out there's a mega church around the corner for me, too. A big ass one. It takes up like, if you combine like four of my apartment, maybe probably six of my apartment complexes together, it would match up to the size of that mega church. And I never knew it was like within three miles from me. Money grab. I'm going to sneak into that motherfucker one day. Take that collection plate. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? You got anything else? Uh, no, we covered everything, man. That was that was good, man. Uh-huh. I, think, cause I think we knocked it out within an hour, then 30 minutes of like, you know, real world shit. Then it got uh, racist. Nah, it got discussion though, man. I don't, you know, I don't mind that stuff. I don't, you know, you don't mind that talk. Shell Shock says multi-level marketing jobs can be the same. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Gotta be charismatic. You gotta get these people to sell the I, message. I got a friend right now who's in sales, and uh, I think she's doing all right. But I'm like, yo, you need to, you gotta be a little bit more charismatic, man. Dude. Car salesman is like that too, you know. Dude, you know, like a, I heard like on a list. What's lip, up, Stu Jersey? Stu, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? Uh, uh, they said like car salesman is like when I'm job. It's like uh, people that fill in like the position. Well, I think it's like psychopaths do like jobs like this, and I think it's like. 
car salesman is like one of them. I think like, so. I think like I think it's like a doctor's like almost top like almost number one because you. Or, or not like, but it's like if you're a surgeon, I think it's like number one. Because like in order for you like to be cutting people's bodies open and that should not be bothering you, there's like, it's just got to be something off in your brain on some level to like, okay, 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 I'm, I'm going to go eat me a hamburger. It's, it's called programming. Yeah. You just got to program yourself to do that. Because I don't think it was normal when they first started doing it. I don't think they're like, oh man, that's cool. They had, <laughs> to, like, get, they had to get used with the idea that this is what they're going to be doing for a career. Yeah, with blood. Yeah, because my sister's the same way. My sister used to get nauseous when she saw, like, blood when she was younger. And now she's, like, a nurse and draws blood all the time, so. Now it's normal. Now it's normal, yeah. So programmed, they, they programmed her. They got her. Yeah. Shellshock says, I had a pitch where the discourage, where they discourage us from Googling it because of the internet lies. See, like, the internet, it's, it's so hard to trust anything now. So it's I tough, just man. You got to double check shit, man. I just don't even look at it. Just... And if you see it, you're like, okay, does it feel like it's a, a real thing or does it feel sketch? It's almost like you just have to be your own detective. Yeah, that's how I be like, even when we do like research for the show, I'm like, ooh, I might have to double check this shit because this shit don't sound right. And I'm like, okay. If I see it a couple times, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to go with this. So my chat will check my ass on it. Shell shock. That's why I need you sometimes to let me know, let us know if we're going off like <laughs> the, the beaten path, you know? So, yo, Kim Kardashian, right? She tweeted on Twitter. She said, Asian are people too. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Get like, out! Hold on! Get out! Get the like, fuck wait, out! Wait, wait, we we weren't people. Like, yeah, like, people, like people don't know that we're people too. Now you see what? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are we? <laughs> now you see like with some people like, who were with the Black Lives Matter movement, be like, you know, Black Lives Matter. They're like, no, all lives matter. Be like, no, no shit, dummy. But we're trying to explain to you that hey, we matter too, as everybody else. And it's like, well, did we not matter to you guys before? Now, like, does that like <laughs> you see like stupid shit sometimes? When you not now that you know um, when Kim said that, the, I was like. <laughs> uh, I was always people, people. <laughs> I was people before you dropped that. Yeah, we've been people. Man, what are you talking about? Like, not, was, is there people that know that we're we're not people? You're gonna see some shit now, man. Not now that the movement has shifted over to your side. You about you may see some stupid shit. You're like, what? Like, what made you think that was? And it seems like she probably thought it came from a good position. Like, you know, I'm trying to it came from the heart. Like, you should not just say shit because you sound yeah, yeah. stupid, lady. I don't want all that attention, man. You know, with this Asian thing, like it's I don't want people heat, to man. look at me and be like, "Oh, that's the Asian guy." Like we, uh, um, I love you. <laughs> say, "Hey, man, you do your thing, Asian man." Like I don't want attention like that. You know? yeah. That's why I was like, "Ah, oh, this might be like a bad thing and shit." Nah, nah, man. It's, uh, I don't think it, everybody needs. You want to hear a funny story? What's up? When I was like in the subway, right? Um, homeless guy, he, he comes in, right? Mm-hmm. He's having a bad day, and uh, he's just yelling at everybody for no reason because they're not buying his merchandise. So we started pointing out everybody in the train, right? He's like, you, you fucking cracker. Like, you fucking piece of shit. Like, you know, like, I wish you would suck my dick. I was like, holy shit, this guy's going to go through the whole train and make fun of everybody. Going down the line. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, this is a black homeless guy, by the way. Kind of uh, then uh, he pointed out the, uh, like a, a big girl, right? It's like, look at you, you fat bitch. Like, black wow. bitch. I was like, holy oh. shit, this guy is fucking crazy, right? He's letting loose. You know? Like, he wasn't pointing, but he was just yelling at everybody. And I, I saw it. But every- you know who he was talking yeah. about. <laughs> I was like, this guy is about to come to me next and shit, right? And then, uh, here's the funny part. <laughs> oh, I think I gotta, uh, see what it's gonna be. Here's the funny part. And then, uh, I was like, holy shit, he's about to make his way down to me because I'm the only Asian person on the train. Yes. Because when I, when I got in, I was like, okay, 
I saw everybody. I was like, it was only white and black people. Like, Shit, I'm next. I was like, fuck, this guy's gonna make fun of Chinese people. But I was curious to see what it's gonna say, right? Yeah. I then like um what he said instead was like, and these motherfucking Mexicans. I knew he was gonna say that. It's like I, these fucking beaners out here. I was yes, like, he's was talking like, about you. I was like, he talking about me. <laughs> I, knew it. I, knew, I knew how the story was gonna end. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I look, I'm, I'm the Mexican guy. The dude I almost busted out laughing, but I knew like if I fucking bust out laughing, he would have saw me and he probably would have. The fuck so funny, motherfucker? Probably would have jabbed me in the throat. I was like, I was like, holy shit. I know it. I knew that story was going to hit that. that. Yeah. Ooh, I but, knew that was coming. But, but I was like, okay, uh, he's going to say some Chinese eating dog bullshit. <laughs> but then he, he said some dirty Mexican wetback. I was like, cool, I got to get off this fucking train. Oh, damn, I feel sorry for them. Next stop. <laughs> yeah, that was wild, man. Oh my god! I thought god. it was funny though. That was awesome. I fe- I felt that I, kn- I knew it was like that. I was like, he better get called Mexican. I, was like, I feel it. <laughs> that dude is wild, man. I see him every day. Every day he just cusses out everybody. Yeah, he just needs a hug. So you, you, you black stink pussy. Oh, I can't say this shit, man. That's what he was saying though. But this, see, see, he would say stuff like that where I'm like, fuck, dude. Someone's gonna light you up one day. Gonna shove you in front of that fucking train. <laughs> someone's gonna light you up. He'll be selling shit like you're like, where the fuck you get that? Because he'll he be sell, selling. He'll sell like, uh, anybody looking for a slightly used vans size nine, like slightly used. Like, who did you beat up for those vans? <laughs> <laughs> slightly used. Is it? They feel nice. I tried them on this morning. <laughs> it's like save some money, five dollars. Just gum on the bottom. Don't worry about it. It's just yeah. you know, just 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 put an ice cube on it on a, on a gum. Let it freeze up and you just scrape it off with a window scraper. He's dangerous. Hey man, I respect the hustle. Just stay the fuck away from me. I ain't got time for homeless people. There's a homeless dude that walked up to me. I used to be kind of homeless people, but I never forget when I gave a homeless guy ten bucks one time, and he was like, "That's it." I was like, "I would never do that shit ever again." I was like, "I didn't even give him." Actually, in fact, I thought I gave him a dollar and accidentally gave him ten dollars. So when I got home, I was like, "Man, what's my ten dollars?" Because I was like kind of pissed. Like, man, at least I gave the motherfucking money. And I looked at my wallet. I was like, "Oh fuck!" I gave him ten dollars instead of one. And then I got even more furious. I was like. Wait a minute, he said that's it after I gave him my 10 and that was an accident? I was like, I'll never help him out again. So when I see my quick trip down the street from me, they're like, hey, brother, can I'm like, uh-uh, no, I'm like, uh mm-mm. God, I was like, please don't bother me. And my, and my sister, she's worse than me because she'll pretend like she's deaf and blind. They'll come up to a window, she'll be like this. <laughs> looking straight ahead. And she'll look at him and be like. Dead face. And she'll look at him like, just drive off like, look yeah. at the dead eye. Well, they'll be cleaning my car window. I'm like, don't, don't, don't clean it. I'm like, hey, I ain't got no cash, man. Just walk away. I ain't, I ain't paying you for this shit. Like, but I cleaned it already. Damn. I appreciate your service. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for you. your service, sir. Thank you. Appreciate what you do out here, man. Stu says, uh, I just find it crazy you said homeless guy was having a bad day. It's like, no shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but not all homeless people have bad days. Uh, some of them be loving it, man. I used to work around homeless uh, people. Because, like, if you, if you look at a, a homeless people, like, in America, inner cities... Mm. Like I know you guys are gonna say I'm crazy, but they're not really hungry like that. There's places they'll in the find, city. They'll find places to eat. No, there's places in the city where they give out three meals every day. Yeah, they do it every day. They know where to get the food. They go to food drives. They go to churches. That's churches why. Be food, man. That's why you see them like they still got meat on their bones. They're still big guys. Yes. They all. Have, they're all. If they were starving, it would look like a third world country. Granny, you're not gonna see. I've, have you, I've never seen a. Uh, Fat homeless dude before, but I have all the time. I never. They're have. bigger than normal people. I've seen like big guys, but not like, and maybe out of shape, but not like 
Yeah, I see them. Like around as like a beach ball. They, they didn't know where the food is at. Right, but some of them just want that in shit, the man. City, in the in city. city. They, they got the spots, man. Any city in any big city, if you see a homeless guy, they know where all the food is at. That's why they hang out at Little Five Points a lot. Because they, they probably get food from Vortex. I said it here first. That they, I'm like, they, Vortex is like the biggest restaurant on in like Little Five Points. So I'm always like, why are they always on the strip? I'm like, fucking Vortex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get that meal. And also, it's like a real, huge uh, tourist spot, too. So, you know, they get, they get money, man. They do their thing. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, just stay way the fuck away from me. Y'all don't get on my nerves now. Y'all, some boo- hey, they're people too, man. Like bougie homeless people. I don't like that shit, man. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with homeless people. It's just the one that are mean where they harass people. They're like, I mean, come on, that's now. not cool. So I will beat your mount like mount of church ass in the subway if you don't get the fuck away from me. Because there's a lot of a lot of nice a lot of them that are super nice. I'm, I'm like man, a lot of them get a little clothes off your damn back off their off their back if they could, man. They'd be like super chill for the most yeah, part. Super nice. But you got some of them assholes out here. Now. Don't get it twisted. They they. They wake, they wake up someone that's ready to go to hell. I'm like, yo, I'm yeah. about to fuck somebody's day up. Mm, and just, I'm homeless. You just got to watch out for the ones that you know that's on drugs. You yeah. just have to just have an eye. Like, okay, this guy, he's on Tweaking. something right now. Tweaking, yep. Keep an eye yeah. for that. Those tweakers, those are the ones you got to watch out for because they'd be quick to do shit to you, man. You see scabs in their face? You'd be like, oh, he on meth because yep. they, they pick at their face a lot and they be scabbing up and they be still picking. He'd be like, oof. There's one dude I saw. His eye was fucking like gushing with like pus and stuff. Ugh. Yep. I was like, oh, we got to get out of here. Oh, I might catch my, something. Yo, my man, just take a spoon and boop, pop that shit out. All right, we're going to wrap this show up, guys. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, so next week, we don't have a topic yet, but uh, you guys can join our cult. Oh, that's the reason why we're wearing certain uh, buttons up and ties, too. We're going to start, like, cult okay. just like the Mormons. We're going to start a cult. Mormon cult. All right, guys, thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. We'll catch everybody next week on Tuesday. Peace out. Adios. Love you guys. See ya.